Hello. Well, there, there, sir. How's it going, buddy? It's going well. How are you going? Good. The weary world traveler returns. I wouldn't say the world. I, I would say the, the great traveler of the Northeast. Well, yeah, I, you know, I want to hear all about your travels. I also want to start off by apologizing to our hundreds of thousands of listeners that we're a day late. I mean, this is really, you know, out of character for us and for you, really. I blame you, even though it was me that was the issue. Um, I mean, I'll take the blame. I had really wanted to reach out with you at some point during some point during the week, but I vastly underestimated the amount of free time that I would have um, for the oh, bulk yeah. of the trip. Just because oh, it was, what's that? I said you were booked solid the whole time, huh? Yeah, we were moving pretty much the whole time, um, or hanging out the whole time, and it was. In a, in a good way. I don't mean that I was overwhelmed in a bad way or anything like that, but I just didn't have time to get away until a time that was inconvenient for you, unfortunately. And then getting back, I'm trying to get all my ducks in a row to resume normal life starting tomorrow. So my last day of vacation has not been much of a vacation, but that's the way the world is. <laughs> that's the worst. Yeah. So, oh, um, you always wish you had ended your vacation a day later, no matter when you end it. Well, I come back, I came back, um, you know, yesterday and, or, you know, yesterday, and I basically said, I'm going to, you know, just relax for the rest of today and take it easy. Uh, and then tomorrow I'll start doing the work, but I wanted to, I wanted to try and get it all knocked out pretty early so that I'd have the rest of the day, but things just keep coming up. So it is what it is. So right on. Well, tell me about your trip, man. Where did you go? So this was a trip from Birmingham, Alabama to a small borough called Mannheim, Pennsylvania, which is, I guess, about an hour 45 minutes to an hour west of Philadelphia. And it is smack dab in the middle of Pennsylvania farm country and Amish country. So there is the way we were coming in, there was really not any um, like quick way to get there, which was actually ended up being pretty nice. But we left early in the morning on Sunday and went due North from Birmingham to um, Princeton, West Virginia, and then woke up the next day and took, we took mostly back roads the first day and then all back roads on the second day, all the way to Mannheim. And then we basically spent the rest of the time exploring the little boroughs up there. I saw three mile Island, which was amazing. Um, and then also saw Gettysburg. Is that still an active, is that still an active reactor? Was that where the accident was? That was where the accident was. That was just barely contained and, uh, and all that stuff. And it's actually going to be, taken down pretty soon is what my buddy's understanding was, but we saw that. Um, and then we saw the location of, uh, site R, which is a top secret semi clandestine government facility where Dick Cheney was taken after nine 11. It's basically a huge government oh, installation wow. built underground up in rural, uh, Pennsylvania. And then it's also known as Raven rock is the other name for it. And then, we saw the so you saw all the trees on top of it. You didn't get to see inside. I'm guessing. No, basically, what my buddy said was, if you if you try and approach the gate to get a better view, you get detained. Um, <laughs> oh, man. So yeah, so that was, but we could basically see the where it was located, and then we spent some time that night when we got back, kind of Google mapping it and looking at other people's pictures of it. Um, I'm sure between that and Three Mile Island and talking about it publicly now, I'll probably be on a government watch list or have some spooks knocking on my door in the next couple of days. Um, yeah, this podcast will get scrubbed or, you know, it'll only end up being 
this portion will be cut. Yeah, out. enjoy the last. So we'll go straight enjoy the last episode before I mysteriously disappear. Um, <laughs> so fall up some stairs. That's right. That's it. So um, basically, did all of that, and then we saw, like I said, we saw Gettysburg Battlefield and the Cycle Rama and the museum, which was awesome. Saw Antietam, very cool, and a bunch of historical stuff, and then we saw this place called the drink green dragon market, which is basically this kind of like swap meat open air slash inside market that has basically everything from cheap crap from China to vintage electronics to surplus goods and like army surplus. And then like a ton of Amish meats and cheeses and baked goods and produce and everything else. So like literally anything you could ever want to eat or drink. I had the most amazing handmade fried pie I've ever had. They had just a bunch of amazing meats and cheeses and all different kinds of just amazing, amazing stuff. It was an excellent trip and, uh, nice. and it was great. And it went off without a hitch. We literally did not have a drop of rain the whole time. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Was, What's the weather like up that far north? It was still surprisingly hot. I would say every day it was in the, you know, high 80s to mid 90s every single day and, but very dry. And like when you're, when you're kind of going through some of the places we went that are more, um, more elevated and, and, and some of it was kind of covered like woods and forest. It was not as bad, but it was still, it was still pretty hot. Yeah. So my, I guess you already answered it, but you said the fried pie was one of the best things you ever had. I was going to ask you what your favorite food was that you had or your meal, your favorite meal. I don't know if that was the, I mean, that was definitely a highlight. Um, you know, we had, we had that and we had a bunch of other local, local stuff. I and mean, we ate at this really, really cool place called the pretzel hut. It's just like a little, it's almost kind of like tip top grill here, but it has a petting zoo out back, which was kind of neat. What? Yeah. You can go in and get like a bacon cheeseburger and onion rings and soft serve ice cream and then go have a petting zoo experience. So that was kind of cool. Um, wow. Yeah. That we ate at uh, some other little places just kind of around the area. There's a small town called Harper, Harper's Ferry that has some civil war history. And we ate at a really nice deli there and a nice restaurant while we were in town. We actually spent, one night away from my buddy's house at a KOA campground up there. Uh, and so that was, that was very cool. I had a chicken Philly that was just off the charts, even though not in Philadelphia. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I, I had a lot of, I had a lot of really, really good meals there. I had handmade uh, from scratch donuts that were killer, like peanut butter donuts, like little miniature donuts that were handmade. I mean, we just, we made, we had, we had, we ate and ate and drank our way through basically like the care. What did you do to, you guys already know that Junkyard Steve's a big coffee aficionado. What did you do to quell your coffee cravings every day? So my buddy, my buddy got some locally grown and roasted beans for us to have, and we had it there. And we did have coffee out a couple times, but the big one was these beans that my buddy got, and we we ground and and brewed basically to order every morning, and it was it was crazy crazy good. And so you're basically in a house or a motel every night or you're staying at his place and just branching out. You're not, it's not like easy rider where you're posting up on the back of your bike every night under the stars. So we, we have a, our friend lives in Mannheim and we were going to be staying in his house for the bulk of the trip. And then we were going to have one night at a KOA and they elected to get a cabin instead of camping. And then I talked to my traveling companion about it and asked him if he wanted to, to camp those two nights. And he said, it's summertime, it's hot. We're only camping for two nights. They've only gotten, they've got a cabin for the time we're there. It seems like a lot of extra crap to have to haul, take a bunch of camping yeah. gear for just two nights of camping. So we elected on this trip just to, to do, um, to do that. And so we normally try and plan these trips 
around times that are a little more temperate for camping. But um, this was not the trip that I planned. So I, I went along with, um, you know, I went and roamed it and, and, and it ended up working out just fine. So you're gone for nine days. What do you have like a pull behind with all your stuff or do you literally have to fit everything into like a backpack that you're going to have with you the whole time you're gone? Or do you have like a little sidecar or something? The bike that I, the bike that I ride now is, is what's called a sport tour. So it's a high performance sport motorcycle, but it is made for touring. So it has two side cases and a top case. And between the two side cases and the top case, I'm actually able to haul everything I need for nine days and have a little bit of extra room. Wow. So you're going to bring back some uh, goodies for the girls and the wife, some, uh, some presents. That was my plan. uh, I actually plan on bringing back some fried pies and some of the great um, sandwiches from up there and all that stuff, but they mysteriously disappeared on the way home. I don't know what happened. Fried pie in the mailbox. I'm sure you got me one, right? I did. I did. It disappeared too. Unfortunately, I don't, I don't know what happened to it. Um, mysterious i can't even say whether i can't even tell you how delicious it was it was really delicious but it's gone there what what filling was it or was it all different kinds apple or different kinds the one i had was called snits which was basically kind of like a cinnamon apple roulage type of situation it was really really good um but they had all different like all the usual suspects of fried pies um so it sounds delicious okay so if i as you know, or how about this? Where is one place you would take Olivia back to if you could up there from your trip? So there's actually a little town called Intercourse PA. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, believe it or not, the, 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 the Amish for all of their, um, you know, their, their strictness are kind of crazy people. Good sense of yeah, they do. They do. So, um, I would take them back to intercourse because intercourse has a cool little downtown and like a neat little market and a bunch of shops. And we stopped at a really awesome, like old school ice cream shop that had an old school popcorn roaster and water fountain and all that stuff. And it was just neat to walk around and kind of explore. Um, I really think that they would like the green dragon market and they would think that it was just neat to see all that stuff and to get so like, I I would take them there to eat and to hang out and have a dessert and pick up some stuff for dinner that night. And, um, I, I, I think honestly, that Gettysburg was just very, very solemn and intense. Uh, the cycle, yeah. I don't know if you know what a cycle Rama is, but back in the day to depict these events that people weren't able to see, um, they would just have somebody do like a gigantic, massive painting that was 360 degrees around. And so oh, wow, there were uh, four of these paintings done for Gettysburg and they completely painstakingly restored and put one, back together to be shown at the museum and it was it was amazing to see that and just see all the stuff and like there was a a a movie about the events of gettysburg that was narrated by everybody's favorite narrator morgan freeman and so um, oh yeah that's fantastic i'm morgan's morgan and so we saw that and it was it was really really good so i would definitely say if you're a history buff at gettysburg and antietam and harper's ferry are definitely cool to check out if you just want to see some Pennsylvania Amish and explore some different stuff. Um, I would definitely, definitely go see like any of the little boroughs like Mannheim or uh, Lidditz or, um, or intercourse. They were were all fantastic. The other thing that I was really excited to get to see as a musician was a place called rock Lidditz, which basically, excuse me, rock Lidditz is this huge facility and they have these different things called pods and they have pod A, pod B, pod C and so on. And then they have like a huge, other big facility and it's kind of tied to this and has a close relationship with this other company called Tate Towers. 
but basically what rock lit it's does like if you're beyonce and you're going to go on a huge tour you go to rock lit it's and you tell them what all you want for your tour what your specifications for your stage are what your sound reinforcement requirements what you need your lighting your pyrotechnics your special effects and then rock lit it's will build it all for you to suit and then and then once once they have done it you can actually go back and in their huge auditorium they will set it up and let you rehearse before you go on your tour. So they are, they are a world-class production facility and they have actually recently, because lit it's as much as such a small borough and there's not a ton of hotels or lodging there other than like some bed and breakfast rock lit. It's has their own hotel now. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Dude. When I, when I say like, okay, I say Beyonce, like not even kidding, like one direction, did their production at rock lit it's, I mean, it's, it's that caliber of acts, man. So that's really cool. So got, I would love to see something. It was very, very neat. And I, the, the biggest thing I was worried about before this trip, because it's taking place in the age of, uh, COVID-19. Um, right. I was, I was really afraid, honestly, because of horror stories I'd heard and things I'd seen in the news that, you know, I would be checked at the border crossing or that there would be somebody there to, to force me into quarantine for two weeks since Alabama's on the list of, you know, restricted travel States and all that type of stuff. But none of, none of that happened. No, you know, nobody saw my license plate and tried to lock me up or tried to stop me or harass me. There was nobody at any of the borders we crossed, nothing like that. And I will also say I was extremely surprised to see that people are equally as casual or unconcerned about social distancing and masks up north as they are here, if not more so. Oh, so it's not a specifically southern thing. You know, one, one of the theories, one of the theories in all this is that southerners care less about masks and are, are more cavalier about COVID nineteen and all that kind of stuff than people up north or in other areas are. I don't think that's the case. I think that the reason that we got a jump start on our case numbers and outbreaks is simply because of the fact that we're in a climate that allowed for more gatherings earlier than the rest yeah. of the country. So I, I, I would say up there and my, and my friends that I stayed with were, were also very outspoken about how unhappy they were about their, about their neighbors, not taking it seriously. But it was just, it was one of those things like you would go into a place that said face coverings required and the people that were working there weren't even wearing face coverings. Oh, wow. That's worse than here. Yeah. So it just kind of seemed I mean, like it was all for, all for show, you know, I mean, and I walked by, I walked by a barber shop in one of the towns and you know, they weren't, they weren't, the barber wasn't wearing a face covering or, I mean, it was just like, it was nothing. Now I will say this. I talked to, I, I like going to several different, like going to barber shops when I'm up there and around their barber shops up there. And, and one of the boroughs were closed for three and a half months. Oh, wow. Yeah. So seven weeks. That I mean, we were you were closed, close didn't, to seem, that. didn't seem so bad. Wait, no, we were closed. We were closed seven weeks. That's like, 14 weeks they were closed almost double to us yeah double yeah so. well listen i gotta run man i'm running in my travel agent to make book a uh, a trip up to intercourse so there's a there's a lot there's lots of fun to be had in intercourse so i would yeah, i would, can't wait i'll be safe while i'm up there. do that man all right see you <laughs> all right all right bye